Good morning, everyone. My name is Abiyade Darin. I want to talk about what grace is. Now, Golden emphasizes the Bible, Ephesians 3 7. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the eventual working of his power. That is Ephesians 3 7. Second Bible from the book of Acts, chapter 14, verse 3, which says that long time thereof abode they speak boldly in the Lord, which and the same Lord gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonder to be done by their end. That is Acts 14, 3. Now, I want to quickly mention five few introductions of grace in the Bible. Though I won't be able to read those verses, but I will be mentioned there. Now, grace saves, which is Titus 2, chapter 2, verse 11, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. The book of Titus confirmed that it was grace that brought salvation. And we are saved by the same grace that brought salvation through faith. It means without grace, salvation will be unavailable and impossible. If you are not saved, then it means grace is still hidden from you or that you are blind to it or that you are depending on your personal efforts or religion to be saved. Another one is Titus, Titus chapter 2, verse 12. I said I won't be able to read those Bible references. Okay, to buttress on that one, grace does not just save a man and leave him ignorant of his responsibilities as a saved person. As some people want us to think, grace teaches the saved. Christ teaches the saved to deny and say no to ungodliness and worldly lusts. Grace teaches the saved to the soberly, righteously, and godly. In this present world, wherever you see ungodliness, worldly, lost, careless, right, 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 living, unrighteousness, ignorance, and such vices being practiced, promoted, and perpetuated, then be sure that grace is absent there. Another one is makes design fashions. We can read 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10 for that. Now, Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. It means that that grace design, fashion, and made for all that we know about him without grace is a lie. In life, there will be formlessness, shapelessness, and nothingness. In such a life, no man can be anytime anything in God. 
without grace. You need not look elsewhere for the reason behind the formlessness, shapeless and nothingness that we see all around us and possibly in our own life too. It is the affirmation of the absence of grace. Another one is enables, strengthen, helps. Ephesians 3.8, 1 Corinthians 15.9, and Timothy, 2 Timothy 2 verse 1. Now, Paul des described himself as less than the least of the saints and not just as the least of the apostles. But oh, what great difference grace made in the, his life. Grace enabled him to catch so much deep revelations more than many of the apostles. He was strengthened and graciously helped in his assignment. So much so that he testified that he labored more abundantly than the whole. All because of the grace that was with him. To this end, Paul encouraged Timothy to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. It's possible to be weak, yet having so much grace, be strong in grace, beloved. Another one is citizens. Colossians 4, verse 6. Paul wrote to the Colossians. And even to us, let your speech be always with grace, ceasing with thought. It means that tasteless speech is a graceless speech. I repeat, tasteless speech is a graceless speech. Men are rude and uncouth in their speech, are evidence of graceless. Wherever can ceasing the tongue speech speech can as well can as well see ceasing life James three four verses If your life is still tasteless then you are graceless Another one is measuring giver Paul again introduced grace as the measuring giver of gifts, whereas it is the Holy Spirit who gives gifts to men, yet it depends on grace to measure what gifts goes to who ends ends. Go to who ends we have different gifts, not according to our prayers office or personality but according to the grace given to us though the size of grace a man has goes a long way to affect the kind of gift, gift he will given and the level of which he will operate such gifts consequently without grace a man may be given gift that we kill him either because of its overseas or underseas. Can we ever do or live without grace? No. 
Looking at all the points stated above, it will not be out of place to summarize Christ as God, powerful, indefensible, every uncompanying, faithful to mankind. Therefore, it will be a disservice to oneself to prostrate so grace a grace to frustrate a gracious man so rich in power far reaching in its effects in our life that is that was given unto us by God. I will stop here. Hello everyone. My name is Abi Abijari today. Last uh, last time I talked about few introductions about Christ. And today I want to talk about few quickly talk about source of Christ and uh, with Ampar. Now I want to read from the book of John chapter 1, verse 16 to 17, I read, And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Bible emphasis, though we know that God's own grace, the Bible confirmed that grace came only by Jesus Christ and it is of and from his fullness have we all received grace upon grace no one can have grace in whatever dimension or degree outside Jesus Christ even Moses has to go through one the same access to access grace and he pray in Exodus 33 13 which i read now therefore i pray thee if i have found grace in thy sight shield me now thy way that i may know thee that i may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is the people the first grace that moses found in God's eyes can be called favor or privilege, which brought him into such relationship with God. However, Moses seemed to realize that beyond ordinary favor, which is common among men, there is another one which is God's powerful, indispensable, ever accompanying favor, which is strongly needed for him to succeed. In that assignment, it is one thing for a man to be favored, and it is another thing for him to be graced. Paul never made the mistake of using the word favor. We are immense grace. We are not saved by favor, but by grace. Moses understood that this more than favor experience called grace could not be accessible to any man who has not known God, God's way. So, when Jesus declared that I am the way, 
John 14 6. It brings home what Moses prayed to know that is that is Jesus as a way for him, Moses to know God and through that find grace. The patience of grace belongs to Jesus. Though grace is a gift without faith and humility, yet not as prices. Grace becomes inaccessible. Romans 5 1 page 2. Chapter 5 page 1 and 2. James chapter James chapter 4 verse 6. A faithless and a proud man cannot access or receive grace just in case you are still graceless. It may be because you are faithless, faithless and or proud. Faithlessness and pride are two brothers. Now I want to talk about um measure and dimension of grace i will quickly summarize the whole thing grace like other defined gifts comes in measures and dimension the bible mentioned that with great power gave the apostle witness of the resurrection of the lord jesus and great grace was upon them which is which can be found in the book of acts Chapter 4, verse 3. Although the issue of power shall be discussed later, it is important for us to know that where grace is, great power or necessity will also be great there. Great grace produces great power, and great power produces great miracle. They are supposed to preach with great power, for great grace was upon them. Where then do we get our own powerless grace? If there is great grace, then is little or less grace. The Bible proves that grace has the capacity to increase either to meet the raising, swearing, demanding for its presence and or for its work in a life or situation, for instance. Paul wrote that we are seeing abound or increases. Grace much more abound. Grace is the static. There is always a corresponding grace for every situation. Grace is dynamic and prismatic and therefore increases in size or measures. Romans 5.20 Let me rush to words. Um, abs abiences for grace and power the first one is grace in the face of man while the second one is grace in the face of a lion third one is grace in the face of an horse and the last one is grace in the face of an eagle i won't be able to talk about those words now or let me summarize everything let me summarize everything the abuse of grace as a great as grace as grace is it can be received in vain wasted frustrated taken to granted for thoroughly abused not making use of grace for the purpose it is given or allowing it not to be what it is meant to do it's 
tantamount to receiving grace and its power in vain, not believing the word as we ought to, which should not take us to the point of declaring it boldly when the need arises, is to wasting grace and its power. Grace can also be frustrated as when the us that shed out the corn in Mosul. Grace can also be wasted. There, there were many who frustrated and wasted God's grace in the past. For instance, everything God could do to make Peter to see the need for him to use the key in his hand to unlock the door of the gospel to the Gentiles was frustrated. Peter, because of his affinity, affinity with Jews, tradition rejected what God offered him. We can assume that Peter reluctantly, reluctantly to take what God offered him, powerful the way for poor exploit among the Gentiles. Lastly, I will tell you that let us waste the grace that is given to you in, in Christ Jesus. Least God switches to someone else. I will stop here. Now let us pray. Can you think, uh, humble yourself and tell the Lord that the Lord should endow you with more grace and wherever you have wasted God's grace, that God should help you and do the necessary correction prayer.